and you are listening to one-third of Dream Infringement. Fancy meeting you here like this on the airwaves. So last time I, Jennifer by the way, had a solo show, I played classics from the early 80s, and this is part two. I'm going to play some 80s hits from 1986 to 1989. The Bengals released their song Manic Monday in 1986. The song was actually written by Prince. I think every Monday is generally a manic Monday. It reminds me of something I read about the term the Sunday scaries that's been used. Though it's not yet a scientific term, it describes a common feeling of anxiety that builds up over the course of Sunday afternoon. I have definitely felt that. And apparently so has Prince and the group The Bengals and everyone who enjoys this song. These are the days when you wish your bed was already This song was written specifically for the Pretty in Pink soundtrack. It's by OMD, which is Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark, and it's called If You Leave. It came out in 1986. And I remember this, nine-year-old me. I thought the lead singer's voice sounded so desperately and passionately romantic. It just made me feel all the feelings. I could see the story of this couple in my head so very clearly. This was a musical group composed of siblings called The Jets. They came out with their song Crush on You in 1986, and this was the first music cassette tape that I ever owned. My dad actually got it for me, which was surprising because it was family friendly and age appropriate. Like it was an on point gift, which he was not always so good at doing. This song came out in 1989. It's Rock Set with The Look. Rock Set to me as a kid seemed like the definition of an empowered woman. She seems so confident with her like super short spiky blonde hair. She has this kind of deep gravelly voice. She also played guitar and sang which gave her like less of an entertainer more of a musical artist type vibe in my eyes. Anyway I thought she was pretty cool. Actually still do. So this song came out in 1988 by New Kids on the Block and it was called The Right Stuff. So at the time, I didn't really listen to them that much because I had this one irritating friend and she hit puberty before I did and she was boy crazy. 
all the time, all the boys. At 11, you know, I had my little crushes, but I was very selective and it was just a different thing. And she loved new kids on the block so much. And so I thought that they were like the top of the list of things that I just couldn't like because they'd been like tainted by her blanket adoration for them. I do appreciate them much more now. This song came out in 1988. It was Paula Abdul with Cold Hearted Snake. She was interesting in that she was a cheerleader before, which I didn't look up. I just remember hearing that like decades ago. So, <laughs> um, But the choreography did seem much more focused and her songs were fun. They were catchy. I mean, who wasn't trying to dance along with her and DJ Scat Cat? So here she is. This is Madonna with La Isla Bonita, which came out in 1986. And this may have been the Madonna song I liked most at that time. As a kid, songs like Papa Don't Preach or Like a Virgin really did not resonate with my nine-year-old self, and like, why would they? Uh, but this song was safe, and it seemed like quite exotic sounding at the time, so here she goes. Did you know actor Sean Penn had a brother who was a musician? He does. His name is Michael Penn, and he wrote the song No Myth in 1989. And I still like the song. You know, at the time, it referenced a lot of classical literature, which, yeah, that was a win for me. And I feel like the song is a little ageless in that it doesn't really have anything in the instruments, no synthetic beats or anything in the way that he's singing that really ties it to a date, I feel like it could be released now and that would be plausible. So here is No Myth. And we've just hit the halfway mark of this show. It's a solo show with me, Jennifer, tonight. And this is part two of the 80s. I talk about the songs I heard as a kid and some of my childhood memories and thoughts at the time. So please reminisce with me as we return, we return to the, the 80s. 80s. This is Bon Jovi with Living on a Prayer. Came out in 1986. Oh, we're halfway there. 
So David Lee Roth recorded this cover song. Uh, it's a combo, Just a Gigolo, I Ain't Got Nobody, back in 1988. Kid Me loved the throwback sound and thought the song was a lot of fun. And to this day, I often sing this song in my car because it has been stuck in my head for the past 33 years. And now I, and I now bequeath this legacy on to you. When the end comes, I know it was just a gigolo. Life goes on without me. Cause This song by Bobby McFerrin, Don't Worry, Be Happy, came out in 1988. It was such a happy, sort of simple little song, and I would sing it all the time because I was trying to convince myself at age 11 to not worry and be happy. I was starting to have anxiety issues, but we didn't know it was going to just go into a full-blown anxiety disorder once I became a teenager. So this song was also a little frustrating because I was all worry. It was also the year that like my parents divorced and though that was like a positive change, I wanted to not worry and be happy and I wasn't very good at it, but now we know why. So if you can follow the words of this song, like don't worry and be happy, like go for it. Do what I couldn't. Succeed where I failed. Every life we have some trouble. But when you worry, you make it double. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy now. This song by Lisa Stansfield, Around the World, came out in 1989. I've always listened to music to fall asleep to ever since I was a little kid, and still to this day, I have a hard time falling asleep to silence. And I had this cassette tape, and I'd play it over and over when I was trying to fall asleep, and I just remember hearing it a lot, half conscious, on the way to being asleep. Been around the world and I, 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 I can't find my This song came out in 1989. It's by Soul to Soul, Back to Life. And this song is still kind of awesome. Repetitive, but awesome. The Magic, that is Paul Simon's You Can Call Me Al, that came out in 1986, totally went over the head of my nine-year-old self. So I finally looked it up. What is this song about? Why does this song exist? The names in the song, this is from Wikipedia, I'm not quite that eloquent. The names in the song came from an incident at a party that Simon went to with his then-wife Peggy Harper. French composer and conductor Pierre Boulez, who was attending the same party, mistakenly referred to Paul as Al and to Peggy as Betty, inspiring Simon to write a song. The song opens simply with its protagonist wondering aloud why his life is difficult. 
Simon structured the song lyrics in a way that listeners would be given the simplest information first before getting abstract with his imagery in the song's third verse. I feel like this knowledge enhances my song experience. I like knowing that it was kind of based on a real-life incident. Well, here I am, the protagonist, realizing we've hit the end of the show. And I hope you enjoyed time traveling musically. Thank you so very much for listening. If you missed part one, you can hear all our past shows on most podcast apps, including iTunes. Or you can check us out on Facebook or Instagram. Just type in Dream Infringement. And a special message. We love you, Miriam. You can also check out KSKQ's show schedule by going to the website at www.kskq.org.